pride, talents, different things like that. So that would be the first thing I would say is ask yourself those hard questions because you can't serve two masters. Nothing is ever neutral. Many of you are just coming to Jesus and you're trying to figure out how to bring God into all aspects of your life. Well, today we are talking with Natalie Mel. She is a professional organizer and certified holistic health specialist. And she's gonna talk to us all about how to bring and organize our home in a way that aligns with God. What do we need to get rid of? What do we need to bring into our home? And what does our foundation need to be? Let's jump in. Did you know that belief the size of a mustard seed is enough to move mountains? God saved you by his grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. I'm Shelby Hosfield. I have a colorful religious past and carried around a lot of baggage for far too long. 20 years after leaving the church, I discovered who God really is and that he was waiting for me the whole time. I do not want it to take you so long. God put it on my heart to help you, pretty girl, find grace, God's truth, and the amazing, unending, steadfast love of Jesus. We are building a relationship after religion and learning new strength in him to do things we never thought possible. If God is for us, who can be against us? You are listening to Finding Faith Above. so excited to have you here with us because I don't know if you know this, but I have this weird addiction with listening to your podcast, like in the middle of the night when I can't sleep with all of the things that I need to be doing for my home and my life for the next day and for everything. So I listen to your voice actually quite a bit. It's I love your podcast. It is just such a, a great place to to just learn about all the things that for me, a struggling perfectionist needs to get off my plate and work on. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming today. Thanks for having me. And I hope that I'm not keeping you up at night. No, it helps me. (laughs) (laughs) So first to start off, I wanted you to just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah. So in a nutshell, I'm a professional organizer and a certified holistic health specialist and coach. And basically I fusioned my two passions with the organizing and health. And so I help mamas transform their spaces and to create a space where everyone thrives. So it's not just about making a space functional and pretty, it's part of it, but the most important is making it healthy. So everyone just has a safe place and a healthy space where they can live and grow. That's awesome. Uh, A big part of the women who listen to this podcast is the fact that they are coming into their faith and they're having to make some big changes really with how they're living their life and a huge mind shift and in working from the self-help to God's help and what that means for your home and your environment also changes because it's, it's every aspect of our life that we want God in and not just to show up on Sunday, but when we bring him into our life, it's in all aspects of our life. And having the courage to do that is sometimes hard, especially if we have criticism from people who are like, why are you making all these big changes? And so I really wanted to just open it up to you as to how these women can bring some big changes into their home, into their life, or even small changes that will make a big impact. Yeah. So basically I just, I'm walking through this. So I just want to be fully transparent and I'm not quite yet on the other side, but having bringing faith into the home is still relatively new for me, but I basically flipped my life upside down on its head over the past year. And that started with, I was working 
and my kids were in school. And then the next thing I knew, I quit my job, I'm homeschooling, and I started a business. And so I, in a nutshell, that's what my 2021 looked like. But if I take the business and we talk about the home, I mentioned before that I married like health and holistic health into it. And there's basically three pillars. So you have your physical health, your mental, emotional health, and you have your spiritual health. So what changed there in the last year when everything went topsy-turvy is I realized that the spiritual part isn't just a pillar. It's the foundations, that lens of which every decision I make, every thought, every move, it's all through that. And I'll give an example of what this looks like. So example, let's say we take our physical health and we want to get healthy. We want to get fit. If I'm strictly looking at that through a physical aspect, I might think I want six pack abs or I want to look great in a bikini. I want to be healthy. I want to be fit. So you're still looking at health, but the why behind it is a little skewered and it might put too much pressure in its worldly way. It's coming from outside. But if you put the spiritual lens in front of it, so why do I want to get healthy? I need to steward my children. I need to be here. I've got either service work or mission work, or I've got impact to make in this world. So I need to be healthy. I need to be present. I need to be mobile. I want to age strong. So if, if that's the, your filter, then the decisions are easier because it's not coming from outside of you. It's not aesthetics. It's not superficial. It's this deeper you're reaching into your core and your inside and every decision is based with that. So whether you're looking at that physical pillar, your mental, emotional pillar, again, the spiritual, you're pulling back the layers of the onion. I know this, it's a big mouthful and it's hard. It's a harder concept, but it's just going deeper inside. So that's something new that I'm exploring is that, okay, you have your three pillars, but I think that spiritual one, that's the foundation. When you have that intact and that is strong every decision moving forward is easier. No, totally. It's, it's even biblical, right? Building our foundation on the rock and not on the sand. Jesus even talked about this, how huge that is to have that basis. And I say a lot of times, like coming to God and, and being a Christian where I always said I was a Christian, but I really wasn't living a Christian life. But when you actually come to God, you give it all to him and you surrender to him. It's like you put on different, or, or maybe it's that you take off glasses, <laughs> like you've had the worldly glasses on for forever. And you've looked at things a certain way. And now you actually see things for how they are and living with him and in the differences that makes, what could people do to help them to see it in this different light? What can help them to build that foundation? Well, exactly. Like you said, it's like this veil has been lifted and then you can see much clearer. If we go into a biblical perspective, Active, it said you cannot serve two masters. So there comes a point where you have to make a decision. Nothing is ever neutral. And this will bring it back to the health aspect. So if you take a, a timeline, a straight line, and at one end, you have death. That's it. And at the other end of the line, you have the most optimal, vibrant health. And the center point is neutrality, zero, but nothing ever sits there. So everything you read, everything you consume, everything you eat is either going to take you on one side of the line to vibrant health, or it's going to take you to more illness, disease. The same thing goes for everything like in your home, your decor, what you watch on TV, the books that you read, 
sure, like sometimes it's going to be easier to just pour a glass of wine and watch Netflix shows all day. But is that feeding you or is that depleting you? Are you going to spend hours scrolling on social media because you're trying to fill a void that it's easier just to numb out than to ask the hard questions? For me, it might sound silly, but it was very big. I was trying to like, I was decorating my space or my office. I had a designer help me and we put some things together. And then this whole like Zen feeling or relaxed feeling. So I had a Buddha statue and things like that. And it seemed like benign. But then as I started reading the Bible and getting into it, I was, I realized that this, it's not helpful. It's not like I could go deeper down. This is, it's a different, <laughs> I could go down a whole rabbit hole, but I had to make that decision with every single item I kept in my home. Is this bringing me closer to God or is it pulling me away? So it really had to ask those questions. Am I having attachment to this? Is this becoming an idol? And it doesn't have to be a physical object. It could be uh, money. It could be status. It could be uh, pride, talents, different things like that. So that would be the first thing I would say is ask yourself those hard questions because you can't serve two masters. Nothing is ever neutral. Yeah. I love that. So with creating your space, what were some things that you decided to do that maybe other people could use also to really create that holy holistic space? What are some of some key things that you would say if someone was going to go out there and, and really trying to bring God more into their life? What would you suggest or, or some things that they could do that they could use in their own home? Yeah, I'd still say it's following the pattern of when you're organizing before you start organizing your stuff, you got to purge, you got to declutter. So going into your space, you got to really look at each and every item and ask, is this serving God? Is this bringing me closer or pulling me away? In my case, it was the Buddha statue. It was some of the books. And I love books. I love, love books. That was a hard thing to do. It could be crystals. It could be trying to think of different examples from my office specifically, but those were some of the, some things. And for kids, it could be the Disney app is an example. What are they watching? Is it wholesome? Is it good? inventory their books, inventory their toys. A lot of it is very subtle. You don't have to be legalistic about it either. It's a process you're going to discern and it's going to get easier as time goes. Some things will be very obvious and some things are you're not quite sure. I still have like a couple books that I'm still, I'm undecided on. Like they could go either or, and that's okay, but it's just, it's a process and you'll, it comes with a spiritual maturity as you walk the road. Like that's why I say, I'm still walking it. So I'm not quite on the other side but it's leaps and bounds from where I was, but it started with asking questions. So I would take just one item at a time and ask myself that question. Is it bringing me closer or is it taking me away? And if I could answer clear, this is taking me away. It had to go. I actually had a book that I threw it away. Even I didn't want to throw it away, but something just, it spoke to me. I, I opened it up and there was, it was actually like one of those more expensive magazines that you get, I guess sometimes. So it was like a $20 magazine, which was a, a big splurge at one point for me, this $20 magazine. And it was um, all about finding peace and love and all of this. And, but it, I opened it up and I just was looking at the pictures with it and I, just thinking, this is not bringing me to a better, happier place. This is actually bringing me to a very different place. And this isn't God's influence. This is something else. And so I threw it away and I am not someone to throw away books. So I totally get that. How has your family all reacted to this with you? 
It's actually been, I may be unbiased. I have the most amazing husband supportive and he just lets me, he's used to me like taking things and moving furniture and just completely like overhauling everything. So he's just, yeah, it's, it's just me doing my thing. But my daughter has really embraced, like we started homeschooling in January. So it's been almost a year and we've incorporated Bible studies and she loves it. We brought in an advent this season and that is her favorite thing to study and to read and the teachings. And you can just see that her heart is just so full and Again, that's been a balancing act too, because then if we're out and about and she hears things and she immediately wants to correct them, oh, well, that's not something that's not, what did she say? That's not biblical or that's not, I'm like, so I have to explain to her, not everyone is walking the same walk and we just have to love everybody. We're instructed to do that. So she's just having a, it's more challenging, I think, to find the balance between the two. But, uh, and my son, he's uh, four. So he loves to listen to, we have the Jesus storybook Bible. Yes. For kids, it's amazing <laughs> and he loves it and he wants to read it. So for the kids, I think it's easier because they're younger, but it's been just a more wholesome feeling. I, it's hard to describe because it really feels like home because I, in the Bible, they talk about the gatekeeper and there's verse. And uh, of course I won't remember it. I'll butcher it a bit, but it basically says, I'd rather be a gatekeeper in the house of my Lord than to dwell in the you know, luxury of the wicked. That's I'm paraphrasing, but that's pretty much what it is. That's how I feel about it and how I see it with my home is that I can't control the world. I can't control society, but at my front door, I'm the gatekeeper. And I take that very seriously. So now that we've purged the stuff that kind of pulled us away, it feels much more whole, wholesome and inviting. And it's a re really a place that we can grow. So I think everyone just feels more, I don't know, at ease. There's just a different, it's very subtle. But once you've gone through it or you're doing it at home, you'll feel the changes too. Yeah. So what spurred this change for you in your life? What brought you here to this place that like, it's a big change. It takes a lot of courage to make a big change like this and to bring this into your whole home that maybe wasn't ever there before. I don't know if that's too much, but what brought you to this place for other people who are maybe struggling also that might help them? Yeah, it was the health part that came first and the spiritual part that came second. So the health part was, I've always pretty been a pretty organized person, but I remember I just had my son, he was maybe about eight, nine months old at the time. And I'm folding laundry. I called it my laundry moment. And I was just folding laundry. And I looked to my husband and I said, is this all there is? I wasn't depressed, but I could see how that could come on. Cause I was just, there was no purpose. There was no yeah, no purpose behind what I was doing, even though I was raising my kids and married to my best friend, we're all happy, healthy, but I, there was just something missing and I couldn't put my finger on it, but I knew I had to find it. I started this, this seeking, I guess you could say. And the next day I hopped on YouTube and I was just like, I'm going to just leave myself open to whatever piques my curiosity, whatever. So I started watching these videos and interviews. And then I just fell down this rabbit hole of health and wellness and learning about the dark side to the food industry and just, but learning also that food is medicine and all these things. So that's where I started the overall of my home was I went through my pantry. I went through my cleaning part. I went through everything. And it was, that was the easy part. And then as I'm going through this, and I'm watching organizing shows on TV. I'm, I'm like, why are they organizing things that could harm you? It was in my head. I remember thinking these words, it's like putting lipstick on a pig. So <laughs> then I realized it's much bigger than just me and my family. There's other people out there who are watching these shows. And it's not that we're not born knowing how to do this. We weren't taught. 
all what's healthy, what's not right. So I was like, this is much bigger than I am. And I just, I have to get this message out to help educate moms. So that was one part. That was the physical part. But as I had this idea for the business, I wanted some guidance and some coaching. So I came across our fellow business coach and who's very faith-based and that kind of planted the seed. Now I came from a Catholic upbringing, but I was never really identified with the church. That could be a whole other story too, but that seed was planted, but I didn't understand Jesus or God as CEO in your business. And that concept was so, it was almost like a big, like someone grabbed me by the shoulders and shook me. And I was like, this feels good. This feels right. Because integrity is very important to me. So as I brought faith into my business and I said, oh, this is the missing part for the home. This is very important. And then when it merged the two, like last year, that's when things began to shift and began to change. So it's a process, but that's how it came to me. It was like in just taking that first step and just as things came and just keep going and keep going. But that's how it started. For sure. And I love too how faith, how it works, where it's like it it grows roots, (laughs) like it starts with this small little seed and then it really does grow roots in it because you see the benefits of it in every aspect of your life when you bring God and when you invite him into every aspect of your life, the fruits of that, you know, I mean, it's amazing how it does actually change every aspect of your life and, and everybody else around you too, which is, is awesome. And sometimes there are hard parts with it, you know, courage, like having the courage to take to, to really to open your heart enough, to be vulnerable enough to say, okay, I'm going to bring God into every aspect of my life. And then what is that going to look like? And how is everybody else going to respond? And what is that going to mean? I just think it's great though, that you have come to a place where you're able to do that. What does that look like now for the future? How do you anticipate continuing to bring God through business, through life? What's the next chapter look like? I the honest answer is I have no idea, but what I can tell you is that since March 24th, 2021 was the first day I picked up the Bible and I started reading every single morning and I've consistently every day, just my eyes are open more and more and the lessons and I'm diving into studies. So I know that part is not going away. That's where that's the, the, guiding light, I guess you could say. So every morning I'm in scripture and I'm reading and I'm taking in more and more. And I find there's another door that opens. There's just another insight that comes. And I might be questioning something today that in a week now or in a month, I'll have an answer to that. So I don't know what it's going to look like in a year from now, because the world as it is from week to week, we have no idea what's going on for my life as it is that I'm realizing more and more that we can only depend on him and we can't rely on us because that can crumble beneath you at any time. But when you have a good foundation, a spiritual foundation, which is what I'm trying to incorporate in the home, you don't have the attachment to the worldly stuff. So I'm at the point now in my life where it's taken away. I don't care. I don't have any attachment to it. As long as I have my, the book, I'm good. I got and and trying not to be attached to, we don't want to idolize our relationships either, but you know, we're moms, we love our kids and our husbands and our family. So of course that's very, very important, but the rest of it, all the material stuff, even my business, take it away. If it's not for me, then it's okay. I'm willing to give it back, but I'm just going to walk faithfully every day by Holy Spirit's prompting. And what that looks like, I'm not sure. 
and if it's still this business, then I'm going to keep walking it out, even when the seasons are hard, because I think the message behind it is that important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Did you watch The Chosen, the series, The Chosen? I did. I heard there was a Christmas special. I did not see that one, but I did I know watch I haven't it, seen that one yet either. <laughs> but the guy who created all of it, I just love hearing his whole story of how that all came about. But that was basically what it come down, came down to with him too, with his business is he basically said, I have no idea if this is going to completely fail. And if it does, then it does. He said, but I know now that I need to put this out into the world and whoever it's going to help is whoever it's going to help. And I'm just going to leave that up to God. I'm just going to keep that foundation with God and put it out there and, and we'll see where it takes it is where it takes it. And if it, it fails, it doesn't hurt me because I know I still have that. I still have God. And that's always just been such an inspiration for me since I heard that whole story is just, that's really what it all comes down to is having that foundation. And if everything does great, which if you're doing it in God's name, seems like it always does because we're doing it for the right reasons. And it sounds like that's where you're at too, which I love. Yeah. And it's funny because where I am right now in the Bible, I just finished um, Jeremiah and I'm in Ezekiel and it's these prophets and the timing seems perfect that they talked and no one listened to them. They were literally speaking the words of God and nobody listened. And God was like, do not be attached to them. You have a job to do and your job is to focus on the work. And that's it. So that's kind of, I feel like the messaging is timely for me because sometimes you get in the season of discouragement, like, oh, is it connecting? And I feel like he's saying, no, that's not for you to worry about. Your word is, your job is to get the word out and it'll connect with who it needs to connect with. It brings me back to a centering point to not stress about it and just keep moving forward. Absolutely. For other women who are coming into their faith and trying to figure out where to go from here, and should they bring it into their home? Should they keep it separate from a lot of things? And, and maybe they're confused a little bit about it. What would be your last suggestions for them to help them to move forward with faith? I would say stick close to the word. Definitely just every answer to any question is in that book. And I think that God will put people, circumstances, words, sentences, exactly when you need to hear them. So if you're walking this out and you're not sure, it's okay to rest on it. You don't have to make a decision right away. Like I said before, there was things when I was decluttering, I knew for a fact that had to go or that, yes, that's a definite, it's okay. You can say, and there's some things that I wasn't sure on that I'm kind of holding on. It's okay to sit on it if you're not sure, but don't stay there. So you can pray on it, journal on it. If you have to, just to get those thoughts out and to be able to discern, but don't say stagnant. Like I said, nothing's ever neutral. You're either growing or you're dying. So just keep taking one step at a time. And I know that sounds very vague, but when you're in it, it gets easier and you'll be able to hear those prompts or feel them. Just, I don't know how to explain that, but yeah. I love it. If people wanted to connect with you and maybe binge your episodes like I do in the middle of the <laughs> night when I can't sleep, uh, where would they find you? Yeah, well, the podcast is called Her Holistic Space, and you can find me pretty much everywhere at Her Holistic Space, so Instagram. But there's a Facebook group, so Her Holistic Space community. And the website is herholisticspace.com. I love it. 
Thank you so much for coming today. I really appreciate hearing your story and how God is working in your life and where you're going with all of this. And I just wish you the absolute best of luck continuing with it. And thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. I absolutely love this. I am so honored that you showed up today to listen to this little podcast talking about big things. If you want to comment, share, laugh, or cry about what we talked about today, then you need to join the Facebook group where you can have a safe space to do all the sharing because we kind of need people in this big old world that understand. And if you are like, heck yeah, that was awesome. Where can I get more? First hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and then hurry on over to findingfaithabove.com where you will find so much goodness all created just for you because I really do love you guys. I've been where you are at and I wanna help you have all the hope and none of the lost. Resources, art, Bible studies, it's all there just for you findingfaithabove.com. Wishing you all the best in love in Jesus' name. See you next time. But I think that spiritual one, that's the foundation. When you have that intact and that is strong, every decision moving forward is easier.